When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, folks. Yeah, we're back. And we survived yet another weather event here in the Northeast. Heat in summer or late spring, depending on the calendar. But there was another massive weather event, the heat. And we, White Boy Malcolm X and I, we managed to muddle through. Now, I grew up in South Carolina So the 90s, it getting warm like that, not such a foreign concept. Been there, done that. But up here, folks, in the Northeast, they get like, oh, Myrtle, fetch me my smelling salts. It's hot outside. And the National Weather Service, true to form, they came out with a a whole set of guidelines on what to do, not to do, with it being so hot outside. More adulting 101, how to adult for millennial Gen Z kids out there who have no idea what to do when it gets that hot. It's real simple. Sit inside with the air conditioning and watch movies. Well, that's basically what we did pretty much all weekend. And we watched a bunch of stuff. Stayed really cool inside watching a bunch of movies. And one of them, I'm going there, white boy Malcolm X. You don't have to remind me. I know which one you want me to talk about. We watched, well, it's a Wes Anderson movie. And his movies, Wes Anderson, they're all a bit, I don't know what you call it, weird, avant-garde, edgy, and strange, something like that. But it was called The French Dispatch. And that movie, man, it had a it had a ton of celebrities in there. Let's see, you had Bill Murray was one, Owen Wilson, Benicio del Toro, Adrian Brody, Francis McDormand, Tilda Swinton. They even had Henry Winkler in this film. The Fonz, he was in this movie. And to top all of those off. The French Dispatch, it also had Timothée Chalamet and his 12-year-old boy body, who I'm surprised didn't get his own, his name up there as well. Timothée Chalamet's 12-year-old boy body. That's how much it was in the movie. They had him naked in one scene. His hand was covering up his crotch. Another scene, he's sitting in bed shirtless, and I'm looking at that, watching this, and I'm thinking, who the hell finds that attractive? I mean, other than the Kevin Spacey chicken hawk set, 
on those Twinkie boys. But other than them, who the hell finds that attractive? He has the body of a 12-year-old boy. No, I take that back. 12-year-old boys, they're more developed than him. Timothy Chalamet, he has the body of a 10-year-old boy. White boy Malcolm X, I think I know the answer to this question, but you don't find that attractive, do you? No. Okay, so it's not just me. Second question, sir. I'm going to throw this one at you. Just popped into my head. What if, maybe possibly, Timothy Chalamet was ginger? Would you find him attractive then? Would you lust after his 10-year-old boy body? Maybe. Which means, yes. I told you, folks. White boy Malcolm X, he don't care. As long as it's legal in ginger, he would bang Timothée Chalamet and his 10-year-old boy body if he could. And white boy Malcolm X, you have fun with that. And since we're getting to the end of the month, we don't have that much more time to do this. To all you Asian American and Pacific Islanders out there, happy AAPI Heritage Month to you. And if you go with the woke Starbucks method, happy AANHPI Heritage Month, woke Starbucks. They like to wish the Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islanders out there wish all of them happy AANHPI Heritage Month. So pick your flavor, regular AAPI Heritage Month, that or Woke Starbucks, A-A-N-H-P-I, Heritage Month. But either way, happy whatever to you. And I can't believe white boy Malcolm X. I cannot believe we are. We're about a week away from pride. That's right, folks. LGBTQ plus A-B-C-D-E-F-G. Just had to toss in a bunch of letters. Didn't want... Anyone to get triggered if I forgot their letter. But but gay pride rolling in on the 1st of June. And so to celebrate or pre-celebrate that coming to town, I know you girls out there, you cannot wait for pride. Cannot wait to have yourself a grand gay old time next month. So to... So to early celebrate gay pride, here, I got a couple stories for you. The first one, it's from the Daily Caller. Outbreak of monkeypox linked to massive festival for the gay fetish community. Monkeypox. Jesus Christmas. What will they come up with next? But apparently, over in Antwerp, Belgium, there at the The Darklands Festival, no idea what that is, but I guess it's some fetish festival over there in Europe. Man, those Europeans, they do love their kink. But long story short, over there at the festival, the Kinky Festival in Antwerp, Belgium, three people got themselves 
the monkeypox. As if syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, herpes, HIV, crabs, scabies, whatever else you can catch out there. COVID. Thanks, white boy Malcolm X. How could I ever forget about COVID? But of all the other things you had to worry about, okay, maybe possibly sort of worry about, you girls out there, you're not above a penicillin shot, taking a pill a day, whatever it takes to avoid or clean up catching something. But now, now there's monkeypox. Of all the godforsaken things, of all the godforsaken things, monkeypox, that's what we're going to be known for. Members of the tribe are lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. That's what we're going to be known for. Spreading monkeypox at fetish parties. But on to happier things. This one's from Breitbart. Disney, woke Disney. Disney launches LGBTQ clothing line for children and older, donating profits to LGBTQ groups. And the clothing line they're rolling out, that's the Disney Pride Collection. And if you buy something from the Disney Pride Collection, they'll donate the profits from that through June 30th to groups that support the LGBTQIA plus youth and families. So it's a threefer. Not a twofer, but a threefer. First off, Disney, woke Disney, they get to virtue signal, try and stick it to Ron DeSantis over a lie about targeting gay kids. The tribe, they also get to virtue signal, wear all their gay Disney clothes because most of them are too stupid. No, I take that back. Most of them are too willfully ignorant, perfectly happy being completely ignorant to know it's a bald-faced lie what has been said about that Florida bill. And lastly, in the threefer, professional gay organizations. They get to enjoy all those Benjamins being rained down on them by woke Disney. Those cocktail-swirling queens at GLAAD, Human Rights Campaign, wherever, they get to keep having a grand gay old time, carrying on about being victims. Oh, poor me. Poor, poor me. All the while, they're raking in huge piles of Benjamins. And you all, you all have fun with that. But not too much fun. Don't you get the monkeypox. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one, it's from Breitbart. DOJ, that's the Department of Justice. DOJ employees seek paid leave to cover out-of-state abortions. Not that they've gotten it yet, folks, but they want it. Yeah, a, uh, a group of Department of Justice employees, they sent a letter to the Biden administration, and what they asked for was paid leave 
additional paid leave at taxpayer expense if they have to travel out of state to go get themselves an abortion. I guess, I guess, white boy Malcolm X, now's the time to buy airline stocks. If they're in the crapper, they're going to be rolling in those Benjamins, all those good woke companies, paying for airline fares, paying for airline tickets, flying people here, there, and everywhere to go get themselves an abortion. But these DOJ employees, I guess PTO, that's not good enough. Or sick time, that's not good enough. They got to have, what is that? P-A-L, PAL, that's what we'll call it. Paid abortion leave. They want, instead of PTO, P-A-L, PAL. You know what? Good. Give it to them. I'm a taxpayer. Creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. Give it to them. I don't want these people breeding anyway. The last thing this country needs is mindless government bureaucrats, most of them angry leftists, popping out kids. So here's your PAL, your PAL, your paid abortion leave. Here's $4,000. I guess we can, I guess the government, they can match, easily match what Amazon's offering. So here's your PAL, here's your four grand to pay you, pay for the travel for you to go get yourself an abortion. Go to it. Have yourself a grand gay old time while you're at it. Another one from Breitbart and another one on abortion. I tell you what, folks, at this rate, abortion, that may overtake transgenders in the news. It's going to suck up all the oxygen, not let too many other stories flourish out there. It's all going to be abortions or transgenders. But anyway, this one from Breitbart. Facebook tells employees to stop discussing abortion at work. And so what happened here, folks, a Facebook executive, that poor unlucky soul, that would be the VP of HR, Janelle Gale. Bless her heart. She's the one at an all-hands meeting who told employees that they're not allowed to discuss abortions on their internal work chat platform, Workplace. And Janelle, she said that the decision to do that, to ban abortion discussions, was due to an increased risk that the company could be seen as a hostile work environment. Hostile to who exactly? They actually hired someone at Facebook who was pro-life? Really? If they're worried about being seen as a hostile work environment, in other words, they are terrified of getting sued. The one accidental pro-life employee that got past the woke hiring committee, they may sue over being harassed for being pro-life. Again, Jesus, I know I sound like a broken record here, but this is what you get when people just can't go into work, do their job, and go home. No, Uh uh-uh, not anymore. Not with these millennial Gen Z kids out there. No, they have to 
drag their politics into work, drag their social justice activism into work, torturing everyone else in the process. Janelle Gale, the VP of HR, bless her heart having to try and police these hysterical brats, especially out there in California. God, I can't imagine the amount of booze that woman has to drink to have to do all of that. Or at least I would if I had to run HR over there Facebook. What a thankless job that must be. These woke little douchebags on one side of you. That robot douchebag, Mark Zuckerberg, on the other. Janelle, you have fun with that. Speaking of all about the Benjamins, how's this from the mix.net? Colin Kaepernick is about to become a doctor. Colin Kaepernick is about to become a doctor as he's being given an honorary degree by Morgan State University. And Morgan State University, I don't know about you folks, but I was like, what the hell? Where the hell is that? Morgan State University, it's in Maryland. It's in Baltimore, Maryland. And it's the largest of the black colleges and universities in Maryland. A couple other stats for you. The average cost after financial aid, it's about $18,000 a year. Their acceptance rate, 74%. Their graduation rate, a whopping 37%. And those fine folks at Morgan State University, they said that they were giving Colin Kaepernick there a Doctor of Humane Letters degree because of his activism and he also founded three organizations. Know Your Rights Camp, Raw Vision Media, and Kaepernick Publishing, which I think, I think they do coloring books. But all three of those, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, aim to lead to the liberation of black and brown people. So this half-assed college, who will accept almost anyone and graduate almost no one like 37%, that's a number to tout. They're going to be handing out a fake degree to a fake social justice warrior. Really? How much do they have to pay to get his ass to Maryland to get that fake degree? I could be wrong, folks, but I don't see woke Colin Kaepernick showing up there, getting his afro, all jacked to Jesus, just like a a proper southern white lady, and doing that if Benjamins aren't involved. He's a woke folk. They don't do anything for free. Did Patrice con coolers, did she get her four and a third houses going out there and doing crap for nothing? No. Is Colin Kaepernick woke? Colin Kaepernick, is he any different? No. And you blithering idiots over at Morgan State University, how about a little more focus 
on graduating your students and a little less on this kind of symbolism over substance, this garbage. Your degree is worth about as much as two squares of Charmin toilet paper. And now it's worth even less if woke colon, if he has one too. But hey, as long as you all feel good about yourselves, as long as you get to show how down for the struggle, you are handing that woke clown a degree. You all have fun with that. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's even more woke folk. This time, folks, it's from the Daily Wire. Netflix, woke Netflix, axes Ibram X. Kendi our favorite woke folk here on the Millifrost podcast. But Netflix axes Ibram X. Kendi's show called Anti-Racist Baby and Other Woke Projects. I tell you what about Netflix. They got themselves a hatchet. They are whacking down some of these woke projects. We had that story. I think we reported on that. Meghan Markle. She had her show canceled. Some other woke folk, they got their shows canceled as well. And now, Ibram X. Kendi, he got two or three of his. They got tossed to the curb. The one that's in post-production, that'll still make it to Netflix. We We gotta avoid that one, White Boy Malcolm X. That one's called Stamp from the Beginning, and it's been described as a, a hybrid documentary and scripted feature that delves into race in the United States. In other words, woke folk screaming at Whitey. Whitey sucks. Whitey is the devil. Whitey is the root of all problems. His second project, that was called Stamped Racism, Anti-Racism, and You. That was supposed to be a companion piece to the stamp from the beginning. So I guess even more yelling, more screaming at Whitey. You suck. You're the devil. You're the root of all problems. Just go away and die, Whitey. Nobody wants you here. That's what those two projects are. And then, of course, Anti-Racist Baby, which was targeted at preschoolers. You know what I think happened here, folks? Ibram X. Kendi. Again, our favorite woke folk here on the Millifrost Podcast. But Ibram X. Kendi getting his show, Anti-Racist Baby, getting that canceled. I think I know what happened here. Just a guess, but I think some queen or some queens over there at Netflix, they kneecapped Ibram here, deliberately kneecapped Ibram here on his Anti-Racist Baby show. And the reason they did that, folks, is because preschool... That's where the LGBTQ tribe, 
our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. That's when the tribe gets to the kids to teach them about gender identity, about super special pain in the ass pronouns. That's their time to indoctrinate the kids. But here comes Ibram with his anti-racist baby targeted at those same preschoolers because Ibram, like any good woke folk out there, he's out to earn himself some Benjamins. And he needs those Benjamins because he needs to buy more houses to disrupt white supremacy, white power, white fragility, white this, white that, blah, 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 blah. Fight systemic racism. And he's losing to Patrice Conkoolers in the number of houses he owns compared to her. I don't know how many houses he has, but Patrice, as we all know, she has four and a third of them. Three and a third in Los Angeles and one in Georgia. And yes, folks, three of those houses just to avoid sitting in traffic in Los Angeles. But anyway, Ibram here, he just came in a bit too early for the tribe. You want to teach kids about hating on Whitey? That's perfectly fine. But you only get to do that after they turn eight or nine. Before then, Ibram, watch out. Not going to happen. From the post-millennial groomer epidemic, 135 teachers and aides charged with child sex crimes so far in 2022. Arrests that weren't publicized were not counted in the analysis, meaning the true number may well be higher. There's no, well, may be higher. None of that nonsense. 135, you know it's much, much higher. Teachers these days, especially you horny high school teachers out there, we all know how much you enjoy Ah, not that fresh teacher bait. Seducing that fresh teacher bait. Making sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. Teacher bait, teacher bait, teacher bait. Settle down out there, you high school teachers. What have I told you a thousand times before? There is no fresh teacher bait here on the Miller Frost Podcast. What do I always tell you, ladies? Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, less little Timmy with two chest hairs. I tell you what, though, white boy Malcolm X, I do not care how many of these horny teachers you lock up. There is no stopping them when they lock onto that fresh teacher bait. You'd have better luck getting between Hunter Biden and a crack rock. Better luck there than you would between a horny high school teacher and the young object of their affection. Not like the kids are complaining about it anyway. Most of them, the only ones that do, in my opinion, they're just faking the trauma for a huge payout from the school district. That's the only time those kids feel violated when their attorney tells them to. From the National Pulse, study 
Testosterone treatment turns Democrat voters more conservative. Someone tell Brian Stelter. And Brian Stelter, folks, that's who we affectionately call Creepy George Costanza. But apparently, there is a study out there. Testosterone administration induces a redshift in Democrats. And that was published by Professor Paul Zak. He did that in November of last year. And Professor Zak here, he is the director of the Center for Neuroeconomic Studies at Claremont Graduate University. And here's just a quick, a poll quote from the study. When weekly affiliated Democrats received additional testosterone, the strength of their party fell by 12%, and they reported 45% warmer feelings toward Republican candidates for president. Can you imagine, white boy Malcolm X, you folks out there, all it takes is a testosterone shot or a testosterone pill, whatever, to turn virgin pajama boys, soy boys, into real men who vote Republican. That's all it takes. Now, I don't know about that. I think most of them, my opinion, folks, I think most of them, they're fake liberals anyway. They just play along to get laid because everyone knows that liberal checks, they always put out way more than the Republican ones. So these guys, they don't want to be virgins forever. They're fine living in their parents' basement, playing video games all day, sucking off mom and dad until the end of time, banging that sex doll they got in the corner. But that sex doll, that's going to break down at some point. And they know they're either going to have to, they're going to have to go out there and buy themselves a new one. That or find themselves a real woman. And a slutty one at that. So they become Bernie bros or or AOC fanboys, just so they can get some action. Not that this fixes everything. I don't care how much testosterone you give to Beto O'Rourke or David Hogg. Those two, they're going to be pansy boys for all eternity. Ain't no fixing that. And for our last story, folks, It's from the New York Post. Viral coastal grandmother look is turning homes into Nancy Meyer sets. The viral TikTok coastal grandmother aesthetic is now making waves on the home front. And for those of you not in the know, this coastal grandmother crap, that refers to an elegant older woman. Think Diane Keaton in a Nancy Meyers film who gravitates to a beachy lifestyle and farm-to-table food and dons oversized knit sweaters in neutral tones. And guess who, folks? Who is into this coastal grandmother look? Any guess, white boy Malcolm X? Any guess, sir? Who's going for this Diane Keaton in a Nancy Myers film look? Very good, sir. Very, very good. That is correct. Millennials. Of course, it's millennials. I guess they just want to, I don't know, bypass middle age, which quite a few of them, 
they're already hitting. I think they're about, I don't know, early 40s. That's the oldest millennials. But they apparently, they want to bypass that. They want to go right to Grandma Chick as opposed to Grandma Madonna writhing around like a spin hooker up there on Instagram. Yeah, those are those are definitely two different, completely different grandma looks. Funny thing about this, though, this grandma chick thing they got going on. Now, folks, I have read article after article after article where millennials, they're the screw generation. How they're worse off at this point in their lives compared to Gen Xers like White Boy Malcolm X and I, or the the boomers, all us old folks. But they're screwed. They're burdened by their six-figure student loan debt, the one they got for that worthless gender studies degree or a philosophy degree. So they're burdened by that. A lot of them graduated college around 2008, 2009, when the economy was imploding. Now they're burdened by the COVID economy just when they should be hitting their financial stride. In other words, millennials, they've been screwed six ways to Sunday. Kind of like, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, Goose Gantworthy, when that whorish queen, she goes out to P-Town. Him or Ronan Rubenstein, our favorite bisexual here on the Millifrost podcast, but screwed six ways to Sunday, just like Ronan Rubenstein. Again, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe. When he goes out, gets plowed by half of LA. They're screwed like that. But anyway, coastal grandmother, that is not a cheap look to pull off. I guess you could go to like Wayfair or Target, get the get the poor coastal grandmother look. Grandma on welfare. But I can't believe that many millennials, they're going to want to do that. Poor grandma. Nuh-uh. They'll probably borrow even more. Hope to God. Pray like they've never prayed before. Half of them, probably atheist anyway. Praying for creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. For him to take care of those student loans. Yeah, good luck with that. Not to be a complete jerk here. Okay, maybe a little bit of a jerk, but not a complete jerk. But has any millennial anywhere ever had an original thought about anything? Or they just copy what everyone else is doing and ruin it in the process. Coastal grandmother, it looks nice enough as an aesthetic, but even if I had one iota, Just one, one iota of desire to incorporate any of that here at Casa Frost. The last thing I would want is someone coming over here and then be like, oh, copying the millennials, I see. And I don't want that. No, thank you. What? Craft beer? What about it? Jesus Christmas, white boy Malcolm X. Millennials, they did not invent 
craft beer. They just made it. What they did, let me tell you something, sir. What millennials did to craft beer, they just made it so you look like a a complete douchebag when you order one. Oh, I'll have an IPA. Oh, I'll have an oatmeal stout. Oh, you're a millennial douchebag. Or with those wrinkles, pretending to be one, I see. So on that note, since I cannot top, copycat millennials plagiarizing the grandma aesthetic, even if it completely undermines their dopey, okay, boomer mantra, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.